This is Laura Van Arendongba, and you're listening to To Write and Have Written, a writer's guide to the business side. This is an audio recording of the weekly live stream where you can join us each Tuesday on Twitch. Details and a schedule of upcoming guests and topics can be found at lauravab.com. Now to this week's episode. Hello. All right. You pull that music down. I hope you can still hear it, but I want it to be a little less excited than it was. And uh, yeah, I forgot that I adjusted my camera when I was doing a training demo. So um, it was a little low when I came in. So hey, hi, I see Kate in the chat. Welcome. It is Tuesday night. I'm Laura Van Arndonkbaugh. This is To Write and Have Written, and this is a Learn With Me week, which means um, we're just going to be talking about what I'm doing and where it's going. So yay, could be exciting. We'll find out. <laughs> I think exciting is probably the wrong word. Um, but uh, revelatory? Is revelatory too much? Probably too much. All right, let me get organized here which, you know, you'd think I would be organized by this time, but still putting stuff together. So, um, so yeah, I, I actually do want to kind of walk through, um, last week was the Learn With Me, Launch With Me week, the uh, emergency prep, prep week. Um, enlightening, thank you, Kate. Yes, we will try to be enlightening tonight. Um, and so I thought I would tell you how the first week of that went and then where I'm going from here, what what I'm going to be trying to do, um, and then walk you through basically what I'm hoping to do. And I very much welcome and invite and beg for feedback <laughs> as we do this. So um, also, you may want to make sure that you have either, uh, I, I know you have a device near you if you are hearing my voice, so have, have a device handy or pen and paper because we might do a little group work along exercise as well. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so, um, yeah, Vela, my story went live last Tuesday, as you heard, if you were here on this stream. Um, I think probably the most generous thing one could say about the Amazon launch of Kindle Vela is that it was a soft launch. Um, that, <laughs> that is a accurate statement. And, um, and probably the nicest way to put that, uh, I'm in, I joined a number of author groups, uh, you know, of authors who are uh, going to try Vela and it's been a ride. And I'm honestly quite glad that I had a conference this past weekend, um, because you know, the Vela and my Patreon launched on Tuesday and then Wednesday I went to the conference and didn't have time to sit around and fret about how things were or were not going. Um, but let's just do a little bit of a recap um, now that we've had time to let the statistics settle. Um, the, the, the Vela launch has had some issues. <laughs> That's probably the, uh, the way to say that. Um, the tagging system, which is the only way to search, you can't browse by genre, you can't browse by author, you browse by tag. Um, and this is directly lifted from other serial sites um, that are that are very tag intensive. If you look at AO3, Archive of Our Own, or something that's all done by tagging systems. So those are systems that are um, 
not that new and, and crazy, but, uh, but it's not working on the Avella site. Um, so a lot of, a lot of the tags, you know, you can, you can enter a tag, you can click on a tag, but it won't bring up stories that are tagged with that. So I'm hearing uh, a lot of complaints about that. Um, uh, Amazon's done basically no promotion of the system whatsoever. The platform is entirely being promoted by authors, which are on it, which is, uh, a little bit odd, like my reach and Amazon's reach are markedly different. <laughs> so guys, if you want to make some money, you, you, you need to not rely on me. Okay. Um, so that's, that's been very interesting. The featured stories is also a little bit wonky. What we were told is that those would be, um, selected by the stories that got the most reader feedback. Um, but that does not appear to be the case from authors comparing notes in these groups that I'm in, which I'm really glad I joined. I just wanted to have more than one ear to the ground uh, to to navigate this launch and see how things were going. And it's been quite enlightening because um, a, a lot of people are being pretty open about their experiences. Um, so I'll be open with my experiences. Um, I have made zero dollars and zero cents so far on Vela, uh, despite having uh, readers, you know, read through episodes and leave thumbs up and that sort of thing. Um, and part of that is, uh, Amazon gave every reader who wanted to start with Vela 200 free tokens. In theory, <laughs> not everybody was able to get their tokens, which is another thing. Um, but that they didn't tell us that, that that was going to happen. So everybody got 200 tokens worth of reading that I don't get paid for, which, um, is interesting. And then uh, they got to a certain point and then stopped reading, which could be that they didn't like those episodes. Or it could be that, as I said, they weren't able to get more tokens because not only could not everybody claim their, their free tokens, um, but I'm told by some readers that they were not able to purchase tokens on the system. So I don't quite know what's going down here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I think the short version is if, if, if you are interested in my cereal, please head over to Patreon and check it out, which is not only a better financial deal for you, but probably a lot more stable at this point. Um, sorry, Amazon, but that's so far, you know, the truth. Um, but you know, another, another author in one of my groups, uh, you know, was very generously screenshotted her dashboard and, um, and she has five series live in Kindle Vela right now. Two of them have been featured series for, I think, the full week, if I recall correctly. Um, and so she's had a lot of read through and a lot of comments, a lot of thumbs up, a lot of uh, favorites, you know, not comments, but feedback. Um, and she has made three dollars. <laughs> I'm like, OK, guys, this is this is thing. Um, I don't like that they launched only on Apple and not on Android because Apple's the one that takes an additional 30% of revenue away from the authors. Uh, just a lot of this has felt very, I'm, I'm very glad that I didn't put everything else on hold to try to make this work. Um, you know, I definitely wanted to try it. Uh, I definitely wanted to see where, where it's going, but, um, I've been watching authors bail off this ship for all, the past week and it's, uh, it's very interesting. So, um, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna quit. I'm gonna sit there and it's not costing me anything to, to stay in here. Um, you know, if anything, it helped 
prompt me to launch my Patreon. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to stay in it and see where it goes, but I am a little bit surprised at how awkward this first week has been. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> so we'll go with that. Um, the other thing, oh, and this, this, I have strong feelings about this one. Um, not, not just because like, okay, it was a soft launch and you left everything in the hands of an intern and it didn't go well, like that, that's an issue, but sometimes launches are, are weird and we all know that go live is rough. Uh, this is something that should not be allowed to happen, especially given everything that is going on with Audiblegate, uh, where they've, I mean, if you, I, I, there's no way I can summarize Audiblegate in two sentences, but the very short version is authors are not getting paid uh, for their work. And one of the many ways that that was happening was Audible promoting the easy returns, listen to an audiobook, exchange it, listen to an audiobook, exchange it, listen to an audiobook, exchange it. And um, one of the test cases that, you know, people were experimenting with to, you know, to protest this to Amazon. Um, and she had read 45 books on a single credit <laughs> and, um, and Amazon just kept approving them. Um, and so that is finally starting, like there are some hints that that might be changing at this point. But hey, Vela just launched this week, and that's been going on for a long time with lots of protests. So surely they wouldn't do that with Vela. But uh, again, somebody in one of my groups screen capped. You know, you can see the, you know, the episode, or the, uh, you know, the number of reads, the number of returns. Okay, and then in, you know, in, in your in your dashboard, and she had at least one reader go through and read and return every single episode. So they read her entire serial that she uploaded the entire thing uh, for free without a single penny of revenue. And how, how does this, how, like, you know, if you don't like it, great. Like, first of all, just stop reading. Like, that's the easy thing. If it really offends you and you need to return it, fine. But if it really offends you, why would you go on to read 40 more of them? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a, that, that makes me angry because that just shows they're doing the exact same thing, but in another air venue. And I'm just not sure I'm going to want to be a part of that, but I'm going to wait and see where things go. And hopefully that gets sorted very quickly. Um, but yeah, guys, this is why I'm not Amazon exclusive. <laughs> I hear people, um, ask once in a while, like, why don't you do KU Laura? And I'm like, mm, like, here's the short answer right here. So anyway, um, so I was going to answer any questions people had about Vela and how that's been going, but I did want to give you an update on how that's been going. Um, I'm, you know, not, I'm not that angry. I'm not, you know, taking my ball and going home, but, um, I am glad that I went in with a much more reasonable investment and I didn't stop doing everything else that I was doing for this. So yeah, so that's the thing. Um, so lacking, uh, a pile of questions about Vela. We will move on to other things that we're going to do tonight. Um, so I did launch soft launch a Patreon. Um, so meaning I didn't do a lot of build up to it. Um, I didn't, you know, promote it super hard. I didn't, um, you know, be like, everybody has to join this now. I kind of just, you know, put out an email saying, Hey, this is up on Vela. And also you can get it on Patreon and, um, we'll see where this goes. Um, oh, hi, PJ. Welcome. Um, yeah, it is pretty crazy. <laughs> like, um, 
not gonna not gonna lie I, I was a little I didn't expect it to be super slick in the first week but um, but this was a little more than I had signed up for so but we'll see I'm gonna stick it out and uh, and you know it's not again it's not hurting me to be there um, I'm just you know gotta be careful to keep my head uh, where in, in a good place when I go look at my dashboard. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, look at all these people reading chapters that I'm not getting paid for. So um, but yeah, but but it did prompt me to go ahead and launch my Patreon, which uh, I have been, you know, I honestly like three, four years ago, I thought about doing that and I kept not doing it for reasons. Um, so this was the kick in the pants that I needed. So if nothing else, it had that good result. So um, yeah, my, and so yeah, as I said, very soft launch for my Patreon. Um, and so I had a pretty soft start for my Patreon. Like on the one hand, um, it's thrilling because everybody who signed up, signed up at the highest level tier that I thought was just largely gonna be there for decoration and to make the other tiers look affordable. You know how that goes. Um, so that's amazing. Um, on the flip side of that, everyone is a very, it is, it is technically a plural, but it is not much of a plural. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I, again, like I didn't even have expectations rolling into that. So, uh, so that's, that's where that is. Um, and so I'm, but I do need to, since I'm officially on a Patreon now, I do have monthly commitments that I need to uh, uphold and meet. And so it's good for me in that on that front, I guess, if that's the way to say that. Um, so yeah, I have, so I have a, um, where, let me just see if I can get this. Can I go over here? Oh, hi. Thanks. Um, Evernote. God bless Evernote. My life runs on Evernote. Do you guys in the chat have Evernote? Because if you don't, you need it. <laughs> I will give you. Yes, I do have patrons. Yes, thank you, PJ, for pointing that out. No, I don't mean to sound ungrateful in the least. I am the opposite of ungrateful. Um, I'm just also like kind of laughing at myself for having, you know, a couple of patrons. But um, honestly, I've had my Patreon open, like officially acknowledged for a week. And actually, I should back up and just say um, that doing that was one of the scariest things I've done in recent years in my author career, like, like seriously. Um, because if I, I think I'm going to try to articulate what kind of feels just like a really messy pile of emotions, but I'm going to try to put it, put it into words. But I think what's going on is if I send a story out to an anthology or a small press or, you know, whatever, um, and if that gets rejected, one, I know rejection is perfectly normal and, you know, there's a whole slew of reasons that it can be rejected. Um, and it's absolutely not personal and, you know, all of those things. And you just expect like, you know, rejection is an absolutely normal part of this business. Um, and also it's private, like nobody posts, Hey, I rejected Laura's story. You should all point and laugh. Like that doesn't go out on social media or anything. Um, but a Patreon is very, very visible. And while you can turn off the, um, you know, display how many patrons I have, you know, uh, kind of data on your page, that's generally not recommended because people are more likely to support you if they see that someone else is supporting you. So that's just, um, it's the same reason that, you know, hunters put little ducks out on the pond, you know, all of those sorts of things. Like, you know, we, we like company, nobody wants to be the first one to do something. But what that means is, 
you kind of have to start somewhere. <laughs> and um, so, no, I am super grateful for those early adopters and um, for those early patrons and um, they're fantastic and I love them. And yeah, yeah, I, nothing, if I said anything that sounded uh, ungrateful, that was not what I meant to do. Um, but yeah, so launching, uh, launching and saying, okay, I'm gonna open this up where everybody can see, hey guys, go look at my Patreon page. Please notice I have no patrons. And and what if they and what if then I don't get patrons, right? Like that's gonna remain very public and very visible. And so I sent out um, this link to my newsletter of thousands of people who are all looking at me not having patrons. And um, and yeah, that was that was just a uh, that that was much more of a uh, I'm just going to trust fall into uh, my career and my readers than than sending off a story feels like to an editor. So, I don't know, I think, I hope that makes sense. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I have uh, my my new monthly task list here in Evernote. Um, and, oh, and actually I don't need to do this. I was able to automate this, boom, so that is great. So I can, um, anything that I can automate makes my life better because <laughs> I do not want a huge tax list. So, um, so the way I have it set up, um, I've got six different tiers in my, uh, on my patron page. Um, and you know, you can get access to, I'm going to do, um, you know, chats where people can ask about characters or, uh, motivations or, you know, whatever we're going to do live, live hangouts. Um, we're going to get access to the cereal, which is a better deal on Patreon than it is uh, on Vela. Sorry guys, it's true. Um, and you know, there will be additional stories, there will be audio content, you know, all of these things coming out. So I need to automate as much as possible because I really don't want to sit and just do administrative work all the time instead of creating all the stuff that now I've signed myself up for. Um, so I'm using World Anvil to distribute my, uh, my cereal. I thought about doing it directly. My original plan was to do it on my website and uh, give people access. You know, if you signed up at Patreon, then you get a certain membership level on the website that allows you access to read these things. Um, that was possible, but it was going to be complicated. I thought, well, maybe I could give you um, access. Uh, you, you know, if you if you are a patron, you get so many <sighs> tokens, credits. You know, fill in the blank that you can use then to purchase things on my website. Um, so you, they would be available for sale to anyone, but you could use, you could get them for included with your, uh, Patreon tier. Again, uh, very possible. It was going to take some infrastructure and maintenance that I wasn't sure. And then, but the big, my big complaint about those was all of those things, the, the individual episodes would be separated. Um, you wouldn't be able to just binge read through 20 episodes if you wanted to. You'd have to like go out and get the next one, go out and get the next one, go out to get the next one. And a World Anvil, they have a manuscript feature where you can just basically read it as a book online. And so, yay, let's do that because I want people to be able to, you know, have a nice streamlined experience. So um, I have it set up that when somebody signs up as a patron, um, they get a link and a code to enter into World Anvil, that puts them into a subscriber group that gets access to that private content. So um, the first four episodes, I believe, are free. 
um, you know, not locked down so anybody can read those, but then to read after that, you know, it's private and you have to be in a certain subscriber group. The account on World Anvil is free, but um, uh, you, your patron uh, tier gets you access to that. So hopefully that makes, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so I've just, um, I'm experimenting with things there and that is definitely going to change in the next uh, few months <laughs> as I experiment with things. Not that I'm going to take away uh, content. I don't mean that, but just I'm going to find more efficient ways to do things. So that is, that is my plan there. Um, and then I have like a really big question and I don't know, like I'm not going to make a decision tonight, but I definitely want, um, feedback from you guys who are here. Um, and that is what do you want from this show? So I just realized while I was setting stuff up, you know, turning things on for tonight, I was like, yeah, I'm getting close to like having done this, you know, streaming thing for a year. And I was like, wait, I should be really close to that. And I went and I looked it up two days, two days. It will be roughly, um, my one year anniversary. And I say roughly, cause I don't know which stream I'm technically counting as my first, but I think the first one that was like my dedicated author stream and not connected to Gen, Gen Con or anything else. Um, we're going to call that, uh, July 22nd. And cause that's the first, uh, highlighted clip I found. So that's going to be our first day. Um, and, and so, yeah, today is the 20th and that was the 22nd. So we're basically closing on a year. Um, and this has gone places that I totally did not expect. I never would, I never expected to make affiliate on Twitch because I'm not playing games and I'm not cool, but yay, that worked out. <laughs> so thank you guys. Um, I have, you know, what over 200 followers here and over 300 followers on YouTube where the replays happen. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, definitely grateful for all of that stuff. That's not, um, it's not anything I'm, uh, disregarding in any way. Uh, but also like the world has shifted a little bit. I think I started streaming because, you know, we were in the throes of pandemic still most of the world is. And, um, and, and I'm not going to lie and pretend the pandem pandemic's over. Uh, us cases jumped 70% last week, guys, guys, like get your vaccines anyway. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, I know that, you know, other people are not as home home as much either. And, um, and people's needs and schedules are changing. So I just kind of go on to touch base and be like, what do you, people want out of this. I originally started, uh, doing this. Uh, I was going to write a business guide for authors, like, like, Hey, you wanted to write stories. Nobody told you that that meant you had to be an entrepreneur. And so here's some ways to think about business. And so that was going to be a book. And I actually, um, wrote uh, a good chunk of it. And then that turned into this stream when I started streaming. So, um, that's, you know, that's where this was coming from. Oh no, Kate says she doesn't know there was going to be a live quiz. Oh, this is the opposite of I'm, I am, I am introducing the content that eventually I will want to qu an answer on. <laughs> That's where we're going. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like to be, to be honest, this is a big, big time sink for me and I am no longer sitting at home like I was this time last year. Um, but there are parts of this that are more time consuming than others by far one of the biggest pieces of time consumption is, you know, I 
always do a manual check on the closed captions that I upload to YouTube. Um, because I know the closed captions that are going out like right now are, I think crack is just the easiest way to say it. Um, they are not good captions and they're not really helpful to anyone who might need closed captioning. Um, so I do have a paid service that I use uh, for transcriptions and closed captioning. Uh, but because I sometimes get really excited when I talk and because also we use vocabulary that's not your standard Fortune 500 vocabulary here. Um, you know, I, it's good if somebody does a human review of those captions before we commit to them. Um, and that gets, especially when I have guests on, so we've got multiple people talking over each other and all of that. Um, I may spend three hours fixing those captions up and that's a lot of time, honestly. Um, for something that doesn't really pay. Um, and so I'm just, I'm just looking at things like what, what can be the best use of my time? I, th I feel like closed captioning is important. Um, I want to have it, but, uh, but I also need to look at, you know, what's the best use of my time and resources um, because I only have so much time, right? So, um, and then I, the Twitch writing community um, has like, <clears throat> excuse me, has really been growing. And this is, this is a good thing. We, if you didn't catch the writer's conduit, that was, um, at the end of June. Um, that was pretty amazing. Uh, we did basically a full writer's conference for free uh, for three days, just streaming over the internet. Um, so that was pretty awesome. But I note that a lot of, uh, writers, like I'm, I'm doing this as, as kind of, um, I don't know, like almost a talk show, like here, here's our weekly theme. This is our topic for this week. Um, and then I'm just going to do a lecture and invite people to comment and that kind of thing. Um, whereas a lot of people are doing just kind of creative streams, but more like we do with our create in, um, and that's a common thing. So I don't know if that's something that people are more interested in. Um, and create ins would basically take a lot less transcription. So uh, and none of this is me making a decision tonight. I'm just throwing out, these are all things that have been flo floating through my head. Um, and, you know, I just don't know what people are most interested in. Hey, let me see. We just got joined. There we go. There's a little Doberman. We have been blessed. Okay. So, um, yeah, so it's, I'm not... I'm not saying, hey, I'm, 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 I'm sick of this and I'm, you guys aren't paying me enough, so I'm quitting. That's not where I'm going with this. I'm asking what people are most interested in so we can get something that is the most useful for people. Um, uh, because I don't know that me talking is always the most useful. Um, okay, yeah, PJ, PJ points out, sorry, I'm trying to catch up in the chat. Um, PJ points out there's the possibility of making at least some of these Patreon membership benefits. Um, yeah. And I just, the, I, I actually thought of that, but I'm just not sure that like the, 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 the transcriptions and such, I definitely don't want to put those behind a paywall. <laughs> like if you need, if you need captions, darn it, just get the captions. I'd do that. And th those, that is honestly the single biggest time sink for me. Um, that is, that is a, a huge chunk of time. Um, and yeah. And then my Patreon, that I have right now um, is very much reader focused rather than creator focused. Um, I'm not sure how well that would blend 
something if I want to do that. And also I just feel a little bit bad. Like part of me is the reason I started doing this was not because, you know, I wanted to make sweet bank on Twitch. Um, <laughs> but because, uh, you know, I've, I've been doing this for a few years and I have some information that I think is helpful to people who are just getting started. Um, and, you know, I wanted to make that available. So I don't really want to put stuff behind a paywall if it's for somebody who's just getting started and needs, you know, better info than what is floating around the Google sphere. Um, so a lot of which has great information, but also there's a lot of just not that great information out there too. So, okay. Um, yeah, you do appreciate the special guests. Yeah, and I've, I've loved having people on. Um, you know, I like I like getting, <laughs> you guys need to hear from more than just me. Um, so I love having people um, like, you know, we just had Janine, you know, Chris coming on to do accounting talks because that is something that people don't really think about, but they probably need to. Uh, Margaret had really good marketing info. Yeah, we've got lots of good people um, that I'm really glad we were able to have. And I just... Um, I just, that's what I'm, that's what I'm interested in is, okay, what, what, what is the best way to, uh, to keep bringing, you know, what you guys want and need. So yeah, uh, PJ, you struggle with how much free content I'm sharing versus paid content. Yeah. And that is, that is the thing, right? So, uh, that, that is the eternal balance, uh, it's marketing versus, um, you know, charging versus free versus, yeah. So, um, yeah, and none of this, I'm not trying to make a decision here tonight. I'm just telling you the things that I've been going through my head and welcoming feedback on them. And I'm not going to make this decision, uh, tonight <laughs> by any means. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just don't have one, in, one for the paid content. So keep doing free content, but without money, it's just not sustainable. Yeah. That's the thing is, um, you know, all of us have only 24 hours in a day. And, um, there's stuff that I want to, there's stuff that I have to do and there's stuff that I want to do and there's stuff that I want to do, but I have to be able to justify it. And, um, yeah, so there we go. I, I totally get that. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's go back. By the way, PJ, like, I think you sent me an email, like two or three months ago that I still haven't responded to that just popped into my head. I'm just gonna grovel a little bit and I'll try to email you maybe after the show. Okay. <laughs> what, happened? what else is going on? Oh, let's talk about idea debts. Um, I had a note. That's what I wanted to do. So let's shift to something that is, uh, less, uh, what do I do with my life and more? What do I do with my life? Um, so I, I like to do this on paper because I think it is um, easier for my brain if I'm doing it with a physical pen and paper. Um, I'm also going to do it on screen when we work here in just a moment so that you guys can actually see what I'm doing. Um, but grab your um, notebook, art sketchbook, Evernote, whatever you would like to enter stuff into. And um, this was introduced to me a few years ago and they called it an idea debt which sounds horrible. <laughs> like these are the ideas I owe existence to. That is not how I want you to think of this. Um, this is, uh, here in, in my notebook, these are all the things that I am considering, you know, I, I might want to give time and effort to. Um, so we're going to do this in a couple of forms and let me get 
back to here we go oh yeah and we gotta get we gotta get the doberman back i understand i know exactly why people are here and it's not for me okay um so i'm just gonna do it right here in this notebook again um so we're just gonna take a moment to oh hey let me let me drop this in here if you guys do not have Evernote, and at some point I am gonna do an entire thing on why you should have Evernote. Um, but here is a link for Evernote. Um, you can, it has a free tier, but if you use my referral link, you'll get the premium tier for, I don't know, a month or two, some period of time. Um, it has three or four tiers of, of access, so um, all the features and good stuff. Anyway, I, I love Evernote, and I don't know how it's to get stuff done without it, so I'm just gonna put a plug in there. Okay, um, <laughs> I can't keep, can't keep up with all the ideas. It's the way the Stoic God's challenging the most, giving me another idea. Yeah, um, this, is, this is part of what this exercise is really good for. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna kind of make things. And I know um, like there's two kinds of create, creator, creative person. Um, there is the, I have so many ideas, I will never, ever, ever, ever get to finish a tenth of them. And there are, I had a good idea and now I'm done. Okay, <laughs> um, Whichever one you're on, you can actually do this because frequently the I don't have ideas is actually I don't have fleshed out, complete, ready to go ideas. Um, it's not that you're not interested in things, you're walking around being alive and doing stuff. Um, it's that you have set the bar on what an idea is above where your ideas currently are. So, um, okay, says number two. Okay, so Kate, I happen to know that you are a brilliant person um, who is interested in a lot of cool things. Um, and the fact that you know it, your idea doesn't have a complete plot arc yet doesn't mean it's not an idea. Um, one of my ideas, here we go. This just says Skellig right here, um, because I would love to write a story set on Skellig. That's all I've got. Protagonist is probably male, given the setting. Good, that's everything I have so far, okay? But it's on my idea list, all right? This is not something where we need to have, like, you know, fully formed ideas ready to go. We are not even close to fully formed ideas. Okay, so um, let's just take an, uh, a couple of minutes here. Um, I don't know how long it'll be, probably in the realm of five minutes. And just write down everything that is interesting about an idea. We can do this in two groups. Um, you have and, if, and what I would say is normally focus on one at a time, but if other ones are coming into your head, if you're getting ones from both categories into your head, just write them down. Don't give them time to get lost. Um, so we are just word vomiting here. There is no editing. There is no filtering. We are puking stuff onto the page. And yes, visit Skellig. Yes, I will need a research trip for that. Pretty sure that's gonna be a requirement. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, so we're just gonna word puke onto the page. So you'll see one of my um, one of my things like right here at the top, it says the poet's eye because that's been an idea of mine to get out for like 
probably seven or eight years or something ridiculous at this point. So um, these are not things that you necessarily are gonna act on in the near future either. And again, we are just literally puking. You know, I would like to do um, a story set at a university um, with a serial killer. I would like to do a story um, that features a, uh, a dentist as a main character. I mean, just like anything you've ever thought of in this direction. So um, you will see me writing some things like, um, I'm gonna write down Route 66. Uh, that is both a setting and, um, and a title, because um, I would love to do, I've been kicking around the idea to do a uh, paranormal mystery series um, called Get Your Corpse on Route 66. Um, so that's, that's, I'm just putting down Route 66. That's all I need to jog my memory on what that is. Um, so some things are gonna be like that. Um, uh, Kitsune B. Uh, Shy Red Fox is not in the chat, so <laughs> I can I can get away by saying this. This would be another title in the Kitsune Tales series. Um, and yeah, I've got one whole scene for that. That's what I've got. But it's still going on my list here, okay? So let's just take a few minutes and we're just gonna word puke here. Maybe you've already done that while I was talking, so. And I just now decided that Robin Archer's in Indiana. Uh, it's very much a setting focused series of stories. And we probably should have a tornado at some point. And I've just never thought of that until I was typing just now. So there we go. Oh, I didn't tell you what the two, two categories were. Um, one is story ideas, and one is like, uh, I'm gonna call them revenue streams just to give them a very technical way to say, refer to it, but I want to do a Patreon. Uh, I want to do, I want to release something in an audiobook form. Um, I want to try a hardback release, you know, whatever. Um, so anything that's coming to mind that's just doing something a little bit differently than what you've done before. Um, don't try to think of those right now. I'd prefer to do those as different categories, but if it comes into your head, just write it down. Everything just comes out of your head onto the paper, no filtration whatsoever. I can't see yours. <laughs> it's fine. You can do anything you want on it. Okay. 
Okay, so you guys can spend more time on that um, in the future, but I just want to walk through with what we do this with this at this point. So when I have just regurgitated every fragment of an idea that I've had, um, and like I said, I just now I just had the one on, um, you know, I you know we should probably have a tornado at some point in a Robin Archer story. Um, I wrote down Venice. Uh, I have no idea what happens in Venice. Um, probably the title is going to be something about the Book of Gold because the Book of Gold was a pretty amazing historical thing in Venice. Good, that's everything I've got to work from. Okay, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. I don't need it to be any more completed than that. I just know that, okay, Venice is a really cool setting and I would like to work there. Hey, there was like a revolution that totally failed in Venice because somebody, you know, chucked something out a window and it also it rained. So I should, I should, I could incorporate that. Okay, like this is the amount of not finished that is going into these ideas. Um, so uh, I've got White Christmas and the Holiday Awards. White Christmas is a story that is finished. Actually, I should mention White Christmas just won a Realm Award this weekend. Best audio drama. Thank you, thank you to Untold Podcast for turning that into an audio drama. So mad props to Nathan James Norman and Kristen Norman for uh, for heading that up. Um, and yeah, so uh, White Christmas and then Ereri uh, also got best short story. So anyway, um, shoot back here. So White Christmas is a finished, completed short story, but I could do a whole series of Holiday Wars short stories perhaps one per month and then release them as a bundle of 12. I don't know. Like these are things that, um, that I could play with here. So I'm just writing this stuff down. Um, once it's all written down and the important part here is first pass, no filtration whatsoever. Um, then I can say, okay, well now what of these is the most critical? Um, you know, so Poet's Eye was at the top of the list that you guys saw here. Um, so I'm, I've got the most done on that. You know, like I've got a hundred thousand plus words on Poet's Eye. I have uh, one scene in Kitsune B. So yeah, we're going to work with Poet's Eye next. Okay. So um, or or, you know, I have a I have a better idea of what I do want to do in Skellig than I do in Venice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me which is not a true statement, but hypothetically, if that were the case, um, then okay, I'm gonna go with Skellig next. And so you would filter from that complete, every idea I've ever had into, these are the things that I could reasonably do something with in the next year, okay? That does not mean it needs to be done in a year. It means they are, I'm ready to look at them within the next year, okay? So um, we're setting reasonable expectations here. Um, and uh, so, then I can p start to pick out, okay, what do, which of these do I want to work on now? And what do I need to do to be able to get started on it? Um, you know, if I've, if I've got a project that now I can start developing a plot on, do I need to do some research in order to develop a plot? Um, there are people who plot something out outline it, you know, whatever, and then go do the research so that they can write the thing. And oh my gosh, I do not understand that. Like, great, if that works for you, fantastic. I need to research something because that's where the plot ideas come from. <laughs> so, um, so if that means that I need to go do, I need to go watch some documentaries on Venice, I need to go do some reading, I need to go do, you know, I need to go 
um, read some books or watch some movies that are set there, you know, whatever it is that makes you um, start thinking plotty thoughts about something and start being able to develop something, you know, you can start choosing your, uh, choosing your approach to that. Um, and maybe, you know, choosing your leisure time with an eye to, but it's also going to count as book research or, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah. And then you're going to winnow that down to maybe just one or two projects. I don't say just one project because, uh, a lot of people, myself included work better when we have more than one project going at a time. Uh, anytime I get stuck on kin and kind, I go kick Poet's Eye for a while. And then when Poet's Eye is frustrating me, I go back to Kin and Kind. And that way I keep working. I don't lose time. Um, but I can still give my brain a break from the tricky part um, and then come back with a fresh eye because I've been doing something else. Um, that doesn't work for everybody, but if it works for you, it's a really efficient way to do things. Um, so, um, yeah, so I hope this process is making sense. Like, Throw me, throw me something in the chat if it does or does not um, work out here. And let me get over to, oop, hold on. Yeah. Um, hang on, I've got too many windows open. What have I done? Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so I keep, I have two, two versions of this that, that are floating around. I keep some version of this in a notebook that, um, this is, you know, my carry stuff around crazy you know, notes, doodling. Um, I just thought of something really important and I need to have a good plan for this. Um, I, I need to, I need to just kick something around research pieces. Like the first page is all about King Cobras. <laughs> it's, um, so, because I, I can, I do not write stuff out by longhand. That is, um, we would still be like a third of the way into the first book in the series kind of thing. Um, but if I'm just playing with ideas or trying to organize something or sort something out in my mind, there's a lot of research that suggests, um, doing it by hand is more effective than doing it on a keyboard. Um, and also it just means that I can you know, take it places where it would be rude to pull out my phone, but people are fine with you pulling out a notebook. Anyway, uh, I can do things like that. So um, I have this, and then I also separately have a whiteboard, which I do not utilize to its full potential, but it makes me feel more professional to have it here <laughs> in my room. And that's where I've put out, like, these are the projects I need to be working on next. And so I can list them or I list, you know, some tasks that need to be done for them. Uh, I have one over here that says audiobooks, and then it's got, um, four or five titles, uh, I think five titles, um, on it that need to go to audiobook next. One of them's crossed off. Four of them are sitting there glaring at me with, uh, <laughs> with their guilt inducing eyes or whatever. And, um, so it just gives me a, uh, a way to, you know, kind of have a, a quick check. I don't have to sit down and wonder what do I work on today? It's already been sorted for me and I already know where I'm going with it. So I hope that makes a certain amount of sense. Um, questions, comments, anything at all on this. Okay. Um, yeah, so I am still going. Yes, it is still going. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> 
Also, I would like an intern to take care of all my windows for me while I'm working. Um, so that's that's where we are. This is my my. I, hopefully, I wanted like um, you know since this is our Learn with Me week, and we don't really um, count. Uh, last week, which was the launch with me week. So, oh, hold on. PJ says, this is a dangerous rabbit hole for me though. Okay. I'm curious why this is dangerous. Is it opening up too many options? Um, and if so, then that's actually a fantastic reason to do this because it's actually helpful to prioritize. Um, so, okay. Opens up too many options. Okay. Here's, here's the thing. When you're a creative person, Ideas are your best currency. Ideas are, um, are literally what makes everything else work. Having too many is not a problem. I can always choose which ones to do. Um, and filtering them too early, I think is a mistake that a lot of people make. Um, you know, what I said earlier about, you know, well, it doesn't have a, uh, a complete plot arc, so I don't have an idea. No, like, like this is shiny. I like it. That's all I need to get started. Okay. It can get better from there. Um, and, and this is also why first we just regurgitate with no filtration and then, then we can sort into, is this something I want to create or is this a different platform I want to try? Okay. One of these is, Ooh, I'm going to use super technical terms. One of these is an asset and one of these is a marketing tactic. Okay. We all got to feel smart there for a second, but, um, I'm, I can't have too many assets. Okay. I can divide my attention among too many at one time, but Oh no, I have too much product is never going to be a problem. Okay. Now, when we start talking about, but I want to try Patreon, I want to try hardbacks. I want to try audiobooks, I want to try, you know, whatever. Um, there, we need to do some filtration because if I try to do all of those at once, first, I'm going to make myself crazy. Secondly, I'm going to overwhelm my audience. You're just going to be presented with too many options at one time. Um, third, I'm going to make myself crazy. <laughs> Fourth, I'm going to take so much time chasing around um, just that one little, you know, uh, what that one project that I'm going to stop creating new stuff. Okay. Um, so, this is actually a good system to kind of, uh, you know, to choose and get organized a little bit. And I don't mean organized. Like, um, I have friends who have beautiful, beautiful notebooks, um, just absolutely gorgeous color coded, um, tabs everywhere, like beautiful art in them. You know, everything has it's, it's like amazing. like, like bullet journal highlights, you know, you know, bullet journal centerfolds, you know, the whole thing. And, um, and, and that's not me, not even close. <laughs> okay. So, um, and, and those people, I, I have, I, I have a little bit of envy because a lot of times those people are hyper-organized and they are very efficient. Um, you know, like I, I've told you before, I have friends who can be like, Oh, chapter 35 is going to have 1700 words. And I'm just like, I have no clue how you do this. Okay. At all. Um, that's not what I mean, but I, what I mean is, you know, where your energy is going to go. Um, I have a ton of things that I could be working on, but I'm going to be working on these two creative projects and this, I'm going to say also these two marketing platforms or, or again, whatever you want to do. Um, you only have so much energy and time and money and you know, all the other resources that, that matter. Um, 
you know, make sure that we, we funnel them into the places where they're going to do the most good. So, um, yeah, that hope that makes sense. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that is, uh, that is something. And then when you're sitting there and just like, what do I do? What do I work on? I have so many things. Uh, this is me. This is not, I'm not speaking for a friend. This is me. Oh my gosh. I have so much to do. My to-do list is killer. I don't understand how I'm going to get this all done. What do I even start with? This is what helps with that. Okay. What is the most urgent? What's, what's actually prioritized? And then I can pull out, I've got my to-do list on Todoist and I've got my, um, all my categories and, and uh, my organization on Evernote. And now I don't have to invent from scratch what my priorities are every day. Um, I've got something that's kind of given me a guideline for that. So also I can just say, I don't care. And today I'm going to do Y instead of X. And that's a choice that I can make because I'm an adult and you're not the boss of me. Okay. But at that point I can make it as a conscious choice rather than I just don't know what to do, right? I can say, no, I, I consciously choose to do this. So, okay. Um, all right. So that's pretty much where our time is. Um, next week is going to be a creatin. Um, so bring, bring back your projects from your idea debt list. Again, that's a term that I hate because it, it just sounds like, like we're never going to catch up because we're in debt. That's not, I, I just haven't come up with the you know, idea list. Um, it's, it's a little too vague. I don't know. Anyway, I'll take submissions <laughs> for what we want to actually call this. Um, idea bounty. Oh, Kate, I like it. The idea bounty It is our trunk that is overflowing with stuff that then we are going to choose which of these we are going to use and how we are going to use them. I like it. Okay. Um, so yeah, there we are. And, um, so yeah, next week is creatin. So we will come back with our bounty of ideas and work on that. And that's where I am today. So I do not know if Elena is streaming tonight or not. Our internet has been so terrible locally. Um, I honestly didn't know if I was going to be able to stream tonight because, um, it's been, oh, I might not be streaming right now. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm not streaming right now. I'm just going to keep talking here for the, <laughs> for the recording because I am recording locally, but yeah. So what I said about the, um, the internet being bad, there's illustration a right there. Um, your honor, I would like to submit as evidence. So, um, Huh. So guys, thank you for joining me. <laughs> I really appreciate you sticking with me. Um, and I will be back next week. Everybody take care. I will see you. Have an awesome night. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find details on the weekly live stream, upcoming guests and topics, subscription and support information, and more at lauravab.com. Your shares, reviews, and support are very much appreciated. Until next time.